tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. It's been so many weeks since I've been here live. I've missed this, and I'm so grateful for everyone in the queue that's joining me tonight. And a great thank you to RJ, our fabulous producer, for welcoming everyone into the queue and onto the show tonight. So for those of you that have not been involved with our show before, I want to personally welcome you. I'm Eileen Gottlieb and affectionately known as the Heart Healer because it is my sole purpose to guide you to your healing through conscious heart connection. What does that mean? What that means is that I hold a belief that Our connection to our hearts is not only vital as the heart organ in order for us to survive and thrive in this human experience, but the heart energy center is equally as vital to our thriving in this experience as the organ our heart is. And why that is, is because Who we are being in our relationship with ourselves is the key to how our life unfolds. When we are living consciously connected to our hearts to the greatest extent that we can, 
And I truly don't believe anybody can hold that space 24-7. And I often jokingly say, if you've met someone that can do that, please call me. I want to study at their feet as to how they're able to do that. And so the more conscious we are connected to our hearts and living from this place, the more in alignment we are with our soul's purpose for being here. I hope that makes sense to you because there's a very different feeling and way of being when one is consciously connected to their hearts versus being consciously connected to ego, mind, and personality and our emotions. The choices that we make, our actions that follow are often very different depending upon who we are choosing to be in our relationship with ourselves first. So I invite you that if you do not know what it is to be consciously connected to your heart, to be in touch with me. Let me support you in understanding the vitalness of this connection and how it can change how your life is unfolding. To do that, you are welcome to schedule a strategy session with me And that can be done by going to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash contact. There's a little link there that you can click on and schedule a session, strategy session with me, which is uh, my gift to you. It's scheduled in your time zone. If you are in the country, I will generate the call by phone. If you are outside the country, I would generate that connection by Zoom. And we would be able to connect that way through our computers or electronic devices. And so that's EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact. Also, before I forget, for those of you in South Florida, which is where I am blessed to live, Um, Except in the middle of summer, it doesn't always feel like a great blessing when it's so hot and hurricane season is still upon us. Um, I co-facilitate with Tina Valant of Extraordinary Photography, a women's networking group called Wings. And we meet the third Thursday of every month at the Abacoa Golf Club. We have a wonderful um, luncheon, buffet luncheon, always have an inspiring conversation And this month, we have a boutique day, early holiday shopping, and we have some wonderful vendors coming. So if you live in South Florida, you can find a link to that. If you are not part of our group already, on my website under EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash events. So please feel free. If you'd like to join us, click on that. And that will take you to all the information and who our speaker will be this month, as well as connecting on the contact page if you would like to schedule a strategy session with me. You know, uh, for those of you that are new to the show, I always share some wisdom. However, I'm guided to do so before we start with our um, individual readings tonight. And for those of you that are in the queue, we do basically a one question live reading. And so while you are waiting for your turn to connect with me, consider what your question is. 
Um, it can be anything that you want, and I will help you to language it so that I can offer you as much information as I can. All right. So as I was asking earlier today, what, what shall I share tonight in, in some wisdom for all of us? And oftentimes I'm guided to talk about what's coming up either for me or with my clients or what I've observed in the last week or so, because we are here every Sunday night, most of the time. And so I was guided tonight to talk about a process that I do with clients called inner child integration and why I was guided to start doing this many years ago with my clients and what the benefit is. And what are some of the situations that someone might want to experience or choose to experience this process to enhance their healing process or to enhance their relationship with themselves? So we are, and I think pretty much everyone can agree, we are the sum total of our life experiences, right? Everything that we've experienced from the moment we came into these bodies and took our first breath to the moment that we're currently in has shaped who we are. Some of those experiences have been joyful and happy and some of them not so much so. In fact, I'm finding more and more that there are so many wounded people that walk this planet and they walk in their woundedness, most with it under the covers, where most people don't know their old hurts, their old traumas. But whether they talk about it or not, it is affecting who they are being and how they are in relationships with themselves and with other people. So when you find that either you personally or someone that you know tends to be reactive. It's difficult for them to respond to situations or to conversations that they have with people. They tend to react with anger, with fear. These are people that are dealing with old hurts and traumas that are essentially guiding who they are being without them consciously being aware of it. There is a very common syndrome called a post-traumatic stress, um, a disease or syndrome, however you want to refer to it. And what happens with PTSD is that we come into life experiences that a smell, a sound, a word, an emotion will trigger an old experience that was less than joyful and could have been downright traumatizing. And we don't always remember the trauma, but we are reacting to it anyway. And what's important to understand is no matter what age the trauma occurred, it's that age of child or young adult that's actually reacting. Whether we are in our 20s, 30s, 50s, 70s, or beyond, if the trauma was at five years old, we are reacting almost as if we are the emotional five-year-old 
because that's the part of us that's still experiencing the hurt or the trauma or the woundedness. And what I found many years ago was that there is a process that can be done where we actually guide that part of us into our hearts and surround them with love. And so the trauma is not forgotten, but the emotional charge on the trauma is minimized, if not released, as that part of us nestles itself into our heart centers, surrounded by our love. It is a simple process, although life is not simple in how it unfolds. And so if you find that as you've been going through your life, that you tend to get angry very easy, easily or irritated very easily, and it's not how you choose to be, and you're not really sure why you're angry or why you're irritated, it always feels like it's about the other person but it's a chronic process and it's one that you're ready to shift, to release, to heal. Then you would be someone that I would invite to schedule that strategy session with me. Let me hear what you know about it. Let me intuitively guide you as to whether this is an appropriate um, uh, tool for you to experience an appropriate process. And believe me, if it isn't, I will tell you. And if it is, then you have a choice as to whether you want to schedule a private session with me or not. So many of us don't always understand what is the motivating force for our emotions, our behaviors, our reactions. Having that clarity, having that understanding allows us to be in a much more loving relationship with ourselves. And in return, we are much more comfortable in being in loving relationship with other people. Otherwise, relationships are always a trigger. They're always a source of angst at some point or another. And it doesn't have to be that way. But I do honor that we all learn from the experiences that we co-create and that there is purpose in it all, even though it may be very uncomfortable for each of us. How we choose to address it, even though we may not understand consciously where the pattern comes from, the more consciously we address our healing, the more empowered we are. There's a wonderful book that I mentioned from time to time called Louise Hayes, Heal Your Body. The content of that book is also in her book, You Can Heal Your Life, which you might be more familiar with. The You Can Heal Your Life is a workbook. It's a wonderful self, um, um, a self-healing process. And you, you can heal your life. No, you can heal your Heal Your Body. Heal Your Body is a book that gives you an alphabetical listing of physical manifestations of disease or dis-ease. Because physical manifestations of dis-ease, we believe from a mind-body perspective, are all about a lack of ease with who we are being in our relationship with ourselves. 
And so if you're experiencing physical symptoms that you really don't understand where they're coming from, perhaps your physician is unable to identify a way to heal it, you might want to pick up a copy of that book or Google your, your disease or symptom and Louise Hay, Heal Your Body. And I believe you'll find Google excerpts that you can review that might give you some interesting insight into the root cause of your physical symptoms or physical dis-ease. We manifest oftentimes unconsciously, but again, the healing when it's conscious is so powerful and so effective if that is what serves our highest good. And so I invite you to consider if you have physical manifestations of dis-ease, take a look at Heal Your Body. If you're not sure what the root is and the book doesn't help, as a medical intuitive, it's my, my joy to support you in whatever way I can to offer insight and potential healing modalities that might serve you in your healing process. And if you know of someone or you, you've noticed that your inner child is the part of you that's being reactive or really uncomfortable in this human experience and you'd like some insight into that, again, follow your heart if you feel guided to and schedule a strategy session with me. If your time zones are out of the country and in the U.S. and the, the times that are available in my scheduler really don't work for you, then by all means, send me a message through that same page, through the contact page on my website, and we'll find a time that will work. I promise. You'll send me an email, and I promise I will respond to it. All right. With that said, I am very grateful for everyone who has chosen to be with us tonight. If you are new to the show, we always close with a brief conscious heart meditation. So if you would like, stay with us in the queue even after your call and join us for that meditation. It is short but sweet and very powerful. All right, RJ. Where shall we begin our journey tonight? Well, good evening, Eileen. Let's good see. Evening, Where are we going? <laughs> I don't yes, know. Yes, it's been a wonderful, a wonderful time to uh, for both of us. We've been traveling, and now we're back together. So we're actually going we to speak are. with Carla. <laughs> you went to a much more exotic place than I did, though. <laughs> well, we we can talk about that one day. Yes. <laughs> All right. I look forward to we're, it. We're going to speak with Carla in California. All right, Carla, good evening and welcome to the show. Good evening, Eileen. Thanks for taking my call. My joy, honey. How can we be of service tonight? So um, my call is regarding my daughter. She met someone um, a little over six months ago, and um, they've been chatting uh, quite frequently. You know, they live in um they're not close by, so they haven't been actually, in, you know, uh, personally seeing one another, but they've been interacting over the phone quite a bit, and she's grown fond of him, and um, he, you know, he, he likes her as well. Um, but lately, I mean, something came to her. She had a feeling like that. She said she, she was doing a, a Reiki healing, and she sort of had the feeling that 
perhaps this relationship wasn't right and and she, and now she's doubting that and I'm just wondering if there's some self-esteem issues at play because um, there just seem to be at two different stages in their lives and just I feel like based on what I know and what the fam- what we all believe um, that there's a better match out there for her and um, mm-hmm. I think on some level she knows that but just is finding it very hard to let go and just feel stuck and I'm just looking for your input here as to whatever okay. you see. Um, perfect. Thank you, Carla. Um, mm-hmm. If you would just imagine your your daughter and kind of breathe her essence into your heart as you just imagine her. And I'm just going to connect I- in with you on her behalf. Thank you. How old is your daughter? Uh, she's about uh, 27. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. So we're going to ask for any and all information that we can share with Carla regarding her daughter and this relationship that Carla has shared with us. So the first question I want to ask on her behalf is, um, does it serve her highest good? to to be in this relationship at this time <clears throat> because there's a big difference between is it good bad right wrong versus does it serve someone's highest good um right 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 and and so when i ask if it serves her highest good i'm interestingly enough i'm getting a yes and and so the yes is more related to this experience is going to be one that is pivotal for her. Um, and right. and you were very much very much correct in terms of self esteem issues, um, but it's less about self esteem as it, as much as it is trusting in her own sense of knowing and her own intuition. Your daughter is very empathic, is she not? I don't know. Does she feel other people's feelings? She's a very caring person, so perhaps um, she's just caring. I mean, I don't think she lets allows everything. It really depends on how close the bond is. Okay. But on a daily basis, no, I wouldn't say that she picks up on other people's energy. Okay. Um, I want I want you to consider that, let's say she is, because my sense of her is that she's a lot more empathic mm-hmm. than she knows or that she okay. is able yeah. to even recognize. So just, just a right. thought to consider. Okay. Sure. okay. Sure. And, and, and so what I, why that's important is because she's, very tuned in to people's feelings. And even though she may not consider that in terms of empathy, she knows more than she realizes about the people that she connects with. Okay. So when she gets a sense of knowing about something, it's good for her to trust it. And, and it will take time if this is a new a new awareness of this gift for her. It will take time for her to get comfortable with it, 
But my sense of her is that what she thinks, feels, senses, and knows is worth paying attention to. And I'll tell you why. Because the minute she doesn't is when not-so-lovely things are going to show up in her life. As it does for most people. Okay? So my trusting of her, if she feels that this relationship is really not serving her highest good, then it's okay for her to complete it. For it's given her the gift of making that decision. Does that make sense right. to you, Carla? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it's happening for a reason. There's obviously a reason, and I, I think there's some karmic thing happening here, but um, for long term, for what's in her highest good and probably what for what's in his highest good, I don't think it's there's potential, but I feel for now that this is something that they both have to go through. Um, Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, but I don't but if think, she's I having don't a challenge like, letting, if she's having a challenge yeah. letting go, invite her to listen to the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and okay. if it's something that that she would feel comfortable doing, and and see how that feels for her, because. What I'm sharing may be something that she has sensed but has not considered. Mm-hmm. But I okay. trust and know that as soon as she decides that this relationship doesn't serve her highest good to stay in, that she is opening up to another world of possibility for someone that does. Right. Okay, I mean, okay. I'll, I'll just continue to support her and hope that she makes the right decision because this is a critical, you know, a critical decision, one that will have I hear you. long-term impact. I hear you. Yeah. Keep in mind, yeah. keep in mind, Carla, every decision she makes is the right mm-hmm. decision because she's going yeah. to learn from it. Right. Yeah, you know? <laughs> there's an easier way to learn and it's a difficult way. Well, sometimes we would like that for our children, but that's not the way yeah. that it goes. <laughs> Any I more know. than we would like for ourselves, you know? <laughs> oh, tell me about it. I know. We can't live our you. children's lives. Yeah. I All hear right. you. Well at, least you're, well, at least you're confirming what, what I sort of knew, that you know, for the moment this is right and it's teaching them something, but there's someone better suited. Yeah. I believe that once she releases this relationship, when she finally decides that, that it is going to bring in a wonderful relationship for her. And she's going Mm -hmm. to know that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She will know that. Oh, yeah. She'll have a knowing of it as soon as she meets them, which is kind of amazing. She allows herself. Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) Yep. And it is. It's all up to her. It's all it up is to hard. Her. You're a good mom. Exactly. You're a good mom. Trying and to you're be. Good, trying to be. You're good. Well, as a mom for today, being a spiritual mm-hmm. guide, spiritual parenting yeah. is very different than the old paradigm parenting. So I really applaud oh. you for being able to hold that space with her, as so many mm-hmm. uh, parents are being asked to do. And most are right. very challenged with it. So thank you, Carla, for, for holding that space thank for you. her. You're oh, welcome. thank you. No, it, I look at everything from a spiritual perspective. So, well, thank you, Eileen. I really appreciate You're it. You're welcome. You. 
All right, honey. Thank you so much for calling in. Blessings. All right, RJ, where are we off to from California? Well, let's see. Our second caller is calling from Georgia, Melvin. Okay. Hi, Melvin. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. We haven't spoken to you in a while, Melvin. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, We just had a big storm here in Georgia. A lot of power line outs. Yeah, they just started back up down in Tallahassee as well. Florida. Okay. Yeah. I hope that uh, I I hope that you were safe during the storm, Melvin. I know that's it's it was a horrible storm. Yes. Uh, we I was safe and uh and uh, my life was out like for three days, but I'm good right now. I'm very grateful. You're welcome. Yeah. How can we be of service tonight, Melvin? Yes, ma'am. I, I'm trying to, to uh, uh, I just want to ask about, you know, my daughter. Uh, we had started to kindle our relationship, and it was doing very well. She was coming to visit me, and we'll, you know, eat dinner together and talk on the phone a long period of time. And uh, she was she was here yesterday. And uh, but she was uh, with the, in the park, and I thought she was gonna stop by my house before she goes back to uh, Florida, but she didn't. And I've been texting her and talking to her, but it seems like she's making a lot of excuses, and I, I just don't know what's been going on because I've been giving her money, and and like because uh, she got to have surgery in the morning, and uh, mm-hmm. I guess I guess she's gonna have to have surgery. Uh, I don't know if they're going to put it off because of the storm down there, but she told me that they were going to have you know, mm-hmm. surgery. My thing is, I just want to know why she, why she's like, you know, she's she's leaving me, she's blocking me out, and she's her text is a text sounds like um, it, it's like she got a little attitude, a uh, mad with me, uh, something going on, and I don't I don't know. Has she been listening to her brothers or her family? Or, 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 I just want to know what she thinks on that. Hmm. Um, well, I, I will do my best to I will do my best to tap in to the energy here, but I would also invite you to ask the question directly. You know, in in relationships, the yes. the more direct the communication, the better. And sometimes the easiest way to open a door to have a conversation that one is concerned about, that it might be uncomfortable, is to to remember that you're sharing your feelings, right? Not Mm -hmm. telling them that they're doing something wrong or that they've done something wrong, but that how you are feeling about the interaction and start from there and see how she responds. But with that said, and I do highly recommend that you do that if you feel comfortable with it, but let me just see what else I can bring through for you. Um, Anything that, that serves Melvin's highest good for, for us to know about his recent interaction with his daughter that was just visiting. 
to help to understand the underlying dynamic. Well, there's a huge trust issue going on. I don't know what the past has been between the two of you. You mentioned that you're rekindling your relationship. So one of the things that I'm picking up on is that there is a real um, challenge on her end with trust. Um, But it's not just with you, Melvin. I think she has trust issues across the board, which is not an excuse or an explanation. It's simply um, information that you can factor into how you choose to be in this experience with her. Um, Trust is something that, that is very elusive sometimes and very much influences our ability to to be in an emotionally intimate relationship with someone, especially if trust has been a challenge in that relationship. So, and I also want to say to you, and I, I'm sorry, but I do feel like I need to say this to you, that I think that on some Mm -hmm. level she's using you. Um, I think that her wounded self is, is wanting to get whatever she can right now. And believe me, I can't believe I'm, saying this to you, but it feels like there's a little yeah. bit of that going on. And, and, um, and that may be, maybe what you're feeling in terms of yeah. this relationship, because you're a very intuitive man, Melvin, I sense that about mm-hmm. you. And so you're picking up on things that maybe aren't making sense to you, but that may be right. part of what you're picking up on. Does that make sense? Yes, exactly. That's totally makes sense. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, she keeps beating around the bush about she needs a new cell phone. It's, it, it won't charge. It won't charge up. I need a new cell phone. And, I, you know, I send her money, you know, but I'm not going to give her no money because that's it's why she stepped back into my life. Cause she, and I and I'm sorry to say that. Yeah, Melvin, I'm sorry to agree with you. I think that she's not really wanting to have an emotionally intimate relationship with you. I think that she's Uh looking for financial support because that's really all she wants right now. And, and it feels more like you're looking for a healing and the emotional intimacy. And I don't think that's going to happen here um, for quite some time, if at all, but that's just what I'm picking up on. Okay. So she just stepped in because, you know, the money I loaned her, if I ask, it, ask her for it back, will she pay it back? Because she told me she's not here just because, you know, because of money or something like that. But mm-hmm. about a week passed by, Daddy, uh, could I borrow such and such? So I, I mm-hmm. sent it to her. And could I borrow right. such and such again? So I sent it to her again. But now, right. if I ask for my money back, will she give it to me? I don't know. I don't know. My sense of it mm-hmm. is that she probably would not, but I would hope that she would. Um, there's a lot of underlying dynamics going on between the two of you, Melvin. You don't have an easy history with this child, and yeah. and you need to take that into consideration, that, that an emotional, yeah. intimate relationship is going to be very difficult, if at all possible, with this, with this child, who is not such yeah, a child so she, anymore in age, but she's still a yeah. child. Yeah, and and she asked me, she texted me and made excuses, but she asked me, are you coming, you know, you coming to the hospital, you coming to the surgery uh, tomorrow? And I'm mm-hmm. like, where is it? What time is it? 
and how you get there. I do not know mm-hmm. which way to turn. And she right. knew I don't know. Don't be knowing right. how to get to her. I, you know, I hear so, you. And I texted her that maybe two hours ago, and she's still not reaching out. So you write on about it. I just, you know. Yeah, follow your heart. Follow your heart, Melvin. I'm not even sure that she's having surgery. I don't believe she, Lord, so good. Yeah, I'm not sure that she is. But, you know, I I can be wrong. I can be wrong. I hope I am, but. You know, I don't. I don't think she knows she's have, having surgery or not. Hmm. She thinks she is, but the power is is down in 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 Florida, and they're running generators. And what they want to start a surgery for? They had most of uh, 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 patients in the hospital there. Yeah, I don't. You know, there are some places that are still challenged. I know Tallahassee was without power, but. Um, their their power yeah. was back on after about a day and a half, but you never know. It just depends on where it is, and um, right. that's kind of secondary. I would keep her in your heart and send her love. Yeah. That certainly doesn't cost you anything. No, I and don't. I just see don't. how it unfolds. <laughs> you know. All my kids treat me that way, and and, All I, right, and I've been man. good. Yeah. Okay. All right, Thank Melvin. So thanks. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling in. Um, I hope that this uh, situation resolves in a good way for you. And I'm just sending well, you love. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I need it. Thank you. You're welcome, Melvin. Blessings, sweet man. All right. RJ, where are we off to? Ah, good evening. This is Eileen. Hey. Welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? My name is Asia. I'm good. May I ask um, your name and where you're calling from? I'm calling from um, Georgia, and my name is Ashia. Okay, Ashia. What can I do to support you tonight? Um, okay. oh, and thanks for taking my phone call. Um, you're welcome. I want to know, um, how does this, I've been dating this guy. How do he feel about me? Like, um, like where do you see this going? Okay. If you would, Ashia, just kind of hold the name of this person in your heart. Just kind of breathe it into your heart and connect with them. And we're just going to ask for any and all information on behalf of Ashia about this relationship that she is currently involved with and its future path. So I'm getting a lot of tension around my heart center as I'm connecting in with you. Are you uncomfortable with this relationship in any way? Um, no, but I've been feeling sensitive lately. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, whenever I feel this, you know, and when I'm connecting with somebody else's heart center, Ashia, it's always like a red flag <laughs> coming up to me. And and so as you're connecting with this guy that you're dating and you're asking about its potential, my question to you is, if you're asking, do you have a feeling that this is not a relationship that serves your highest good? Because this energy that I'm feeling in my heart center does not feel good to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable with this person or no? Yes, ma'am, I am. 
Okay. Um, then, then I would invite you to take a look at or really feel how you feel in his presence, because what I'm sensing in you is not comfortable. And so as mm-hmm. I'm connecting to the relationship through you, my sense of it is that you might want to really put your antennae up and pay attention to how it truly feels mm-hmm. when you're in his company for nonverbal mm-hmm. behavior and everything else, because I'm not so sure that everything is above board here. Does that make okay. sense to you? Hopefully I was, yes, ma'am. Hopefully I was really thinking about him because I have like a lot in my head. So I'll be thinking about it too much at the same time. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. And you're the best person to answer that. But my my connection to this energy is not as favorable as I would love it to be for you and as, as much as I think you would like it to be. So I would really invite you to be very tuned into this relationship and make sure that it feels mm-hmm. good to you on every level. Okay. Really pay attention so, to... His mm-hmm. communication, his nonverbal communication, how he treats mm-hmm. you, how he speaks okay. to you, etc. Okay? Yes, ma'am. So do you see, like, do he like me or does that mean he doesn't? I'm, I don't know that it's that he likes it's you or he fresh. doesn't like you. I'm really sensing mm-hmm. that, that he is not treating you as wonderfully as you can be treated in a relationship. I feel like there's some stuff going on behind the scene that you're not seeing that he's not sharing Mm -hmm. about, and it doesn't feel completely above board to me. So I would just be very female. I don't know. I'm not getting anything specific other than what I'm sharing with you. I would really just pay attention. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that make okay. sense? I mean, kind of. I don't know. What it means is this. Think of it this way. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Either relationships are completely open and honest and people share in honesty with each other. A lot of the time, people don't. Because either they can't or they don't want to. This relationship Mm -hmm. through your heart center feels to me like there is something that is not communicating to you. And what that says to me is that overall, he's not treating you in the best way that you can be treated in a romantic relationship. So Mm -hmm. on the one hand, I'm not saying walk away from it. On the other hand, I'm saying to you, Tune in, pay attention, be observant. Don't just take everything off um, as face value. Really pay attention to his body language, his tone of voice, and everything else, and see how it feels to you when you're around him. Do you feel totally comfortable? Do you feel like he's being totally present with you? Do you feel like he's being totally honest with you? And if at any mm-hmm. given point in time it doesn't feel that way, then walk away. There are okay. other wonderful people out there. Right. right. Make sense? Um, yes, ma'am. Okay. 
All right, Ashia. Good luck with this relationship. Pay attention, okay? All right, sweetie. Thanks so much for calling into the show. You're welcome. Blessings. All right, RJ. Well, where are we off to? We're off to Florida and speak with Kimberly. Okay. In Tampa. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Kimberly. Good evening. How can we be of service to you tonight, sweetie? Hello. Good evening. Thank you for the conscious heart you're bringing to the world, and thank you for taking my call. My um, joy. Thank you. In. Yes. This coming Thursday on October 18th, I have a hearing with the court for Social Security Disability Insurance um, um, case which Spirit has invited me to call self-care security designated insurance. (laughs) And I've been working with, (laughs) I said, oh, yeah, I like that energy better, self-care security designated insurance. Mm -hmm. And I've been in contract with, with my legal counsel for two years. And last week, suddenly, um, and on the last day of the ability to submit changes or information to the court, he called and um, shared with me that he was changing his defense strategy and moving my disability start date forward by 17 months to omit the time that I was receiving integrative therapies in another state. And, um, he finally, after I had the opportunity to ask, you know, explained why, why he did that. But it, it, this could impact the outcome by $30,000 or greater of retroactive pay. And um, it, it really impacted my trust and confidence and caused some confusion for me as to whether he was choosing from a place of wisdom of his experience of practice or choosing from a place of a little discomfort and fear of defending um, holistic and integrative treatments that were really intense. So my question is, how can I feel trust, uh, complete trust, confidence, peace, and faith in myself and, and in him that he's looking out for my highest outcome and, and moving forward with keeping him as my counsel for this coming Thursday? Hmm. This is um this is a challenging situation, Kimberly. Um there's two things that come up for me. One is that your sense that he is choosing from fear versus a stand from experience. Um I think you're right. There's but it's it's a fear of of losing the case versus a fear of stepping into it and defending it from a place of strength. Um, um, Because they certainly have experience, it feels like, but this feels like it's, it's a, um, mm, I don't have a good feeling about this. I wish I could say that, oh, this is going to work out fabulously and just trust it and move into that trust and faith. But this, this feels like that there's like a rip in the fabric of, of forward movement here in the way that you expected that this was supposed to unfold. And, and I don't know that it's repairable. 
Um, I, and the other part of it is that I think that it's appropriate to ask the question, you know, to ask the question of this person that this is how you're feeling about it and to have them explain to you the rationale for this change in strategy and, ex- and see what they say. It when I ask it. Um, he did explain it when I had the courage. It was a great opportunity for me to step up and ask because I did seek other counsel opinion. And um, he just explained that I had a, you know, I do have a very strong case and, and he felt that, that the holistic therapies, that the, um, the documentation could cause some doubt in the eyes of the judge, which any doubt in the eyes of the judge can lead to an answer of no. So it was as if, you know, he said that it would, it's a strong case and he felt like it weakened the case. So, um, because of the documentation for holistic and because it was in a different state and not Florida. So, um, I, I'm just hoping to feel peace in my heart about a choice that I made and stay out of what could have, would have, should have been. You know, if I move forward with this and I, you know, I receive a positive award, but that thought of that's a lot of money in a time that has been from a time that's been very challenging. I hear you. I hear you. The only way that you can do that is, is to, is to just stay in your heart with it because clearly the choice has been made. It's, it's, it's done. Is it not? Well, there's always a there's always a choice of getting a continuation and seeking new counsel, but that would uh-huh. push it out further and it would it would change you know the dynamic and the new counsel I spoke mm-hmm. with said I can't know fully if I would could defend that unless I see all of the records, which means you know uh, completing that journey with the counsel that I have and seeking the new counsel. Understood. Understood. Um, to stay completely um, in in the energy of of your records, if I ask, does it serve your highest good to move forward with the current attorney and the decisions that have been made? Um, interestingly, I get a yes. If if I ask if it serves your highest good to ask for a continuance. <laughs> Believe it or not, I get another yes. So this is really going to be a matter of what do you feel in your heart serves you? I know that you're looking for outside influence, outside information, but this is like one of those life-changing situations, Kimberly, where you're being asked to really connect in with your heart and, and follow your own intuitive knowing. And if you feel at this time that your gut feeling about it is that you need to step back, ask for a continuance and regroup, then do it. If you feel that you can stay in this experience with your current representation and move forward with it in a place that feels good to you, then do that. There's, 
there's no right, wrong, good, bad. It's just how do you feel about it? You're very intuitive and, and God-sourced. And so this is one of those, one of those forks in, in the path. Which way do you go? What does your heart tell you serves you? Because sometimes that's the only lesson that's on the table. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. I've just, I've, yeah, I've gone into my heart over and over regarding it and haven't gotten deep clarity. So I hear you. I, I hear appreciate you. your feedback, though. And, and I wish that I could give you something that's more clear, but I'm not getting anything clearer. And I wish that mm-hmm. I could so that I could give you that clarity, which often comes when one opens the records and asks questions, but I'm mm-hmm. unable to offer that to you tonight. Then the last question would, it's not to ask you a question, but in the record, the, the counsel that I spoke with, the female counsel that I spoke with um, earlier this week, is there any way to know if that, what kind of answer that would bring from my records? Meaning, does it serve your highest good to yes. entertain yes. having her review it? Yes. Again, we go back yes. to there is no right, wrong, good, bad here. This is something that for mm-hmm. some reason you are the one that needs to be making the choice. And I understand okay. what you're saying, that the clarity is not coming there for you. But the lesson for mm-hmm. you is getting the clarity mm-hmm. from within you. I might invite you to just schedule a strategy session with me this week. Um, I may have time tomorrow to do it. And let's take this a little bit further with a free strategy session. But for tonight, Kimberly, okay, Okay, would that work for you? Yes, thank you for your time. You're welcome. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. You're welcome. Blessing. Mm -hmm, You too. All right, RJ, where are we off to, sweet man? Hello. (laughs) Good evening. We seem to be having a little bit of a challenge with our technology tonight. Welcome to the show. This is Eileen, the heart healer. How about if you share with me your first name and where you're calling from? My first name is Latima, and I'm calling from New York. All right, Latima, welcome to the show. How can I be of service to you? I just want to know if you see um, my ex, like, moving on from me. She's doing a little bit of stalking. It's driving me crazy. Okay. Okay. Hold on one second. Just take a breath or two into your heart, please, if you will. Okay. Okay, thank you. Do you have a restraining order um, for this gentleman? You may find that you might want to do that. I don't see this changing any time in the near future. And um, you may find that 
in the very near future that that's something that you're going to want to consider doing um, just to keep him out of your immediate space because I don't mm-hmm. see this behavior changing anytime in the near future. So just a wow. thought to consider. Yeah. Sorry about that. Not we sharing most joyful information <laughs> tonight with everybody. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> Do you see why he's like this? Because I didn't think like he would take this this far, like with a breakup. I know. Um, there's a bit of a narcissistic uh, kind of um, part of his personality that's coming through. Um, there's there's a feeling in his mind that there's some entitlement here, that it's almost like a how dare you end this relationship. Nobody does that to him kind of a thing. And mm-hmm. um, And unfortunately, you're not getting the best of who he is and probably a really wise choice that you walked away from the relationship and it's just going to take time for this to resolve, but I don't see it happening in the very near future. So hang in there and be safe. Mm -hmm. Be aware, be aware. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yes. All right, Latima, I'm sorry I don't have anything joyful to share with you, but that's what's coming up for me, okay? Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling into the show. All right, RJ. I mean, you can hear me? <laughs> I can. I'm having so much fun with this tonight. <laughs> Listen, sometimes had a couple that of- happens. A couple of interesting maneuvers have been going on. But anyway, I hear you. Um, we've got uh, a couple more calls if we want to try to get them in. We All have right, go ahead. Wendy. Yeah, we are uh, almost at the Wendy hour. Wendy from Sacramona. Okay. Wendy, good Sacramento, evening. California. <laughs> good there evening. We are. Thank, thank you for taking my call. I'm in California. You're welcome. You're welcome. How can we be of service tonight, Wendy? Well, I'll try to be concise. I was in the back seat of a yellow cab on March the 9th, and we were rear-ended on the highway, um, taken by ambulance to the hospital, no new broken bones. However, the complexity is that it has woken up or aggravated the broken back that I had about 29 years ago because the impact was in the same place. And I've been in chronic pain, unable to work ever since. Um, So uh, I am pleased with my doctor. She is a very intelligent little Asian lady. And um, on our last visit, she told me that our agreement is I will do swimming and attend some pain therapy classes, et cetera. And then when I come back to see her on the 29th day of October, we will discuss her possibly extending my leave one more month through November, and then I'll come back in November and we'll discuss her extending my leave through December, uh, returning possibly early 2019. Um, so how is this going to go? Is she going to approve me off to the end of this year or longer? What do you see? Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> 
One thing that I want to to ask you, um, have you have not that this is your question, but you have you considered um, adding any medical marijuana to your healing regimen? Any heal, any what? I'm sorry. Medical marijuana, medical cannabis. Oh, no, I haven't. It's something that you might consider because my sense of it is it might really help the experience of pain that you're having. Just a thought. Uh Um, Okay. Um, And and my sense of it is that it will either bring your pain down to either a manageable level or it might relieve it to the point that you're, you're functioning in, in a very good way. Um, so just a, a thought to consider. Um, as far as how your, your um, whether your extended leave um, will be approved, my sense of it is that it will, um, at least for the next month. I don't know about beyond that. It's not showing anything to me, but it is, I'm pretty sure you will be extended one more month because you do have evidence of pain that is making it difficult for you to function. But at the same time, you might consider this as a means for you to function, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense to you. I am following you, and it does make logical sense. Um, I, um, the reason why you may be sensing that I'm not really that receptive to it is because, um, I won't go into detail detail on the air, but I've been abused and I was forced to inhale marijuana. Uh, uh, and and I was so angry about that because I, I I hugely, Oh, I was serious. Um, but, uh, I'm out of that relationship. Thank God. And he was abusive, but, um, Anyway, the the point of me having an extended leave right now is to hopefully build stamina and strengthen my back so I'm able to do my job. I work in a call center and a very intense environment, and some calls take over an hour, and there's no way I could do that right now. And I'm really worried, Eileen, because this morning I went out into the kitchen, and uh, all of a sudden, the thoracic area is the worst. All of a sudden, the thoracic area, I felt pain and weakness, and I felt like I was going to fall. So I went. I was able to get back to the bedroom. But And also, I'm stressed because I have an appointment with an acupuncturist tomorrow. And mm-hmm. trust me, my doctor's going to be watching. And if I miss that appointment, then she's not going to be happy with me. And I would be proactive by just being very uh, communicative and saying, you will notice I did not keep my appointment because of this, what happened on Sunday. or, or mm-hmm. And I was still feeling weak in the back, but I would reschedule. So she would know that I'm not playing any games, you know, and this, right. this is just right. life. Um, do your best to not get defensive. You know, the back is all about feeling supported in life from a mind-body perspective. So the fact that you experienced a second trauma in your back 
simply says that you are still struggling with the issues that have to do with feeling supported. And I can go into much more detail about that. If you want to schedule a strategy session, I'm happy to do that with you. But for purposes of the show tonight, my sense is that don't get defensive. Do the best that you can. Communicate from that place of trusting and knowing that you're doing the best that you can. Acupuncture Mm -hmm. may well help you tremendously. I know it's my go-to modality for my back, and I love it. Um, Really? So I I love any energetic healing, honey. That's what I do for a living. I do energetic healing both. Hmm? It'll be my second appointment tomorrow, and uh, her name is Lily, and Mm -hmm. we have a great rapport. I was kind of squeamish about the needles, and she actually kind of laughed with me, not at me, and she gave me a hug, and she put 10 needles in my back, and I rested for 20 minutes, and I said, how quickly do you see results? And she said, well, at least, it takes at least after two treatments, sometimes after the third. Um, but it's everybody receives, me to do the Yeah, yeah. Everybody receives energetic healing in their own unique and personal way, but it is an ancient and very effective healing modality. So what I one thing yeah. I would invite you to do is when you are lying on the table after she needles you and lets you be there for 20 minutes with the needles in, really talk to your body. Talk to your back and okay. invite that energy into your back. And I know that it changes the meridians, new pathways. Indeed. Indeed. It opens them. It opens the energetic flow. That's the whole point of having acupuncture. It's an excellent modality and one that I highly invite you. If you can make that appointment, get there. You know what? I'm going to have the mind mind thought that I will make it there and that it will go extremely well. And um, I am 67. I had my birthday July the 6th, and um, I cannot draw Social Security right now because it would not support me. So I, every month that I wait, it goes up about $12.50. So I'm hoping that I can wait at least a year or two. Do you think I'll, be, I'll manage to push it off starting my Social Security at least a year or two? I don't know, Wendy. Um, We do one question readings here so that we can get everybody that's in the queue. If you'd like to schedule a strategy session with me, you are welcome to do so. But I invite you you to enjoy the benefits of the acupuncture and shift how you're being in the communication about this. Don't get defensive and your doctor will receive your what's going on with you in a very different way than if you go in there fear-based and defensively. Okay? Right. Okay. Thank you. Good luck, Wendy. Thanks so much for calling. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, RJ. Well, let's see. Where, where are we going next? Well, I had a call queued up, but it looks like she has dropped off. So Okay. All right. Want to end for so tonight? Shall we complete our time? We can. We can. Yes, we can. Thank you so much. I appreciate your divine presence here with me tonight, RJ. It's nice to have us back together again. 
I'm Thank sorry you. I was uh, a little rough there at the beginning and un- unavailable, <laughs> but technology is always a fun challenge. It certainly is. My favorite saying, I love technology. I love technology. <laughs> I love technology. Thank there you, RJ. Go. You have a good rest of your evening, okay? Thank you. You too. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, everybody. I want to say thank you to everyone that called in tonight. And if you will, just remember that be nice to yourselves. Be kind. Life can be very challenging at times, but who we're being in the experience of these challenges helps us to define it. So the more gentle we are with us, the more loving we are with us, the more loving the ex- can be. With that said, I love the book, Whatever Arises, Love That, by Matt Kahn, K-A-H-N. I highly recommend it. I wish I had bought stock in it. It's a wonderful book. It very much speaks to a lot of how I um, process with clients, and but he's written the book. So I honor him, and he is a wonderful, intuitive uh, gentleman. And I think that the information in this book is well worth the read. So that's Whatever Arises, Love That by Matt Kahn. So if we will, join me. Let's do um, a brief conscious heart connecting meditation. And I invite all of you to join me next Sunday. We will be here again, 7 o'clock Eastern time. And until then, let's connect in heart to heart now. All right, so if you will, just breathe into and out of your heart center. That beautiful energy center that sits in the middle of your chest. Relax your abdominal muscles. And as you breathe in and out, imagine your breath goes all the way to the back of your chest and out the front of it. And now let's add a layer of love light. Whatever color love is to you, imagine a bubble of love light all around you. And as you do, you begin to breathe in that love light. And as you breathe it in and breathe it out, you can imagine that it is in every cell in your body so that as you breathe in and out you begin to see this light of love show up everywhere from deep within you from head to toe in every cell within in every cell of skin so that you are Filled and surrounded by this beautiful light of love. And as you continue to breathe, know that this light of love is your essence. That it's actually been there all the time in all of your cells. That when you took your first breath in this body, your essence, integrated itself into the body. And it's always there with you. When you imagine a bubble of love light around you, it helps you to consciously connect 
with the love that's already there within you. It's your essence. It's always a part of you, never separate. So imagine every time you breathe in love and breathe it out, there is an amazing wave form of love that emanates from you in all directions. So imagine in your mind's eye, whatever that color of love light is, as you breathe it in and breathe it out, it starts flowing from you in all directions, kind of like a star gone nova. And nothing can stop its flow, for there are no boundaries to love. So let's together send love down to the center of the earth, a gift to our dear Mother Earth for all that she does for each and every one of us. Imagine it going all the way down to the center of the earth, to the heart of the Mother And once it reaches the center of the earth, it expands in all directions. A gift to the entire structure of the earth and all who dwell within her. And it expands and flows through the surface of the earth. A gift of love to all who live upon her with us. To all we share this planet with. And it continues to expand out in all directions into our atmosphere, a gift of love to all who dwell above her. And imagine it continues beyond our atmospheric boundaries out into the universe, into infinity, a gift of love to everyone. And what we know is that what we send out comes back to us multiplied. So imagine that love coming right back to you. Fueling, filling that bubble of light always there around you so that every time you breathe, whether you're consciously aware of it or not, you're breathing in love and breathing it out. The more conscious you do it, the more you feel it. And take another deep breath in and slowly release it. And enjoy this feeling of being connected to the love that you are. And I invite you to share it with the people that you love and that you care about, and even the people you don't know, it's a wonderful gift. And with that, thank you all so much for joining us in tonight's show. I am surrounding you all with my love and so much gratitude. I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to seeing you all back here on the Heart Healer Radio Network next Sunday night and every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Blessings of much love and gratitude. Have a good night.
Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.